feeling okay this week this day this time this moment um playing my little canadian art and luthery guitar little parlor guitar all worn in worn away speaking of worn guitars um i've been watching footage from uh willie nelson's like I watched his 90th birthday party, and then uh, he did Farm Aid recently, and um, all the Outlaw Music Festival stuff, and, you know, it's just, it's a sight to behold. It's just so incredible, you know, to see him at 90, uh, just playing on stage, singing those songs, and his voice is just beautiful, and, you know, um, it's, it's, it's so, it's so inspiring. He's surrounded by his family, and they all kind of trade songs, and, um, not the worst way to, you know, get old and <laughs> uh, as far as the world is concerned, it's been quite the, the, the depressing week, um, but that's only one world. That's part of a world. That's not the whole world. Um, I'm trying, I'm off social media, sort of. Um, <clears throat> I'll, if I have to put something on the Instagram, I'll, I'll download the app, post it, and then delete the app. And uh, I find that to be a little bit healthier. I don't know. You got to stay off that crap. It's like, you know, when you're on that, it's like, that's the world's bulletin board. That's the narrative. But no, it ain't. No, it ain't. It's just like the loudest, craziest voices and whatever the algorithm's pushing your way. Your own little curated algorithm. For me, it's like a lot of boots. <laughs> Here's a bunch of boots and old guitars. You'll like these, you idiot. Um, but uh, I don't know. There's been a lot of good goodness and love too this week. Um, we went to uh, the uh, barn dance over at Bell's Bend Farms here in Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, it's beautiful. You know, it's finally getting cold. I, I finally I wore a sweater yesterday. That was exciting. Um, it's finally cool enough here in the South, and, um, yeah, it just, you know, it brings the, the, the season, the change, the feeling in the air, it's all really nice, and it feels inspiring, I just, I kind of, it makes you want to get off, you know, the internet, and just sort of go find a little moment to be present in for a minute and uh it's refreshing i walked around fort negley said hello to the chew crew uh hurt sheep herd um they're all looking swell and uh ended up at the the bell's Bend barn dance it was so much fun didn't do any dancing because we had uh, previously gotten indian food um and you know i love indian food but it doesn't exactly make me feel like i want to go dancing afterwards you catch my drift I don't know what those implications are but 
I don't know. You don't feel like dancing. You know, you feel a little. You feel like you want to take a nap. Uh, delicious food though. Bombay, Bombay uh, Palace here in Nashville. Great Indian food right next to a great Chinese restaurant, and very very fun. Anyway, uh, was at the barn dance, and they've they're, they've got hot cider and pumpkin cheesecake and pumpkin chili and beer and cam- hard kombucha on tap and got to see uh you know just a bunch of dear friends there and ran into some other friends and uh it was really beautiful you know it was really really beautiful um uh yeah you know the the fire's going and you, you feel the cold you feel the cool in the air I wore a jacket it was just nice you know and hung out with some dear friends and and when you're in that moment, you're surrounded by good people, you're surrounded by love and people who care about you and you care about them, and that's community. When you're on the internet, you're actually not surrounded by any of that. And even people who care about you, they're it's just, they're not thinking about you. You know, you're seeing their things show up, but they're not really thinking about you. And, you know, as a Jew this week, um, I don't know, that's been worth keeping in mind and not uh, being confused or distracted by that. But I, I guess it's been, it's been a hard week. All right, I'll say that. It's been depressing. It's been a little sad. But uh, all I'll say is, you know, heart goes out to anybody who's suffering, everybody who's suffering. Um, I'm no fan of any government. However, um, uh, I am proud to be Jewish, and uh, and I think uh, the uh, state of Israel has a right to exist, for sure. Um, and, uh, I wouldn't want to be in that position. I certainly don't want to live there right now. Um, but there's a lot of good people there and, um, that's all I'll say. And there's a lot of good people everywhere and, uh, it's pretty rough and there's corrupt governments and there's, I think when the West deals with, uh, evil or terrorism or a kind of evil that we don't understand that we can't relate to because it's been a couple hundred years since we've done that, um, yeah, we get a little bit uh, confused and dismissive, and we, 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 you know, we. It's more comfortable to be in some sort of denial, uh, some sort of whitewashing of evil, because um, that's easier to digest. They're bad, they're good, that kind of thing. Um, when, of course, the reality is far more nuanced and difficult, complicated, and um, you know, goes back a long, long time. Um, but I will say it's just strange to see people use politics to exercise any version of hatred. And you see that, uh, I saw that this week cause I felt it. it was a little bit more directed at me, uh, or my people. Um, and that's the, you know, it's pretty loud and clear and, uh, it just, you know, helps you understand human nature a little bit more and you understand, um, you understand human nature and, Hopefully you could just be forgiving and, uh, yeah, and who cares, right? They can all go fly a kite. But I will encourage you, if you see any form of anti-Semitism, try to speak up. Try to say something as uncomfortable uh, or confusing as it can be. Uh, If you see it in broad daylight, try to say something, but also maybe just walk away. I don't know. Anyway, moving on. No more talk of politics or whatever the hell is going on over there. Um, although I want to freaking go off on it. But I won't because that's not helpful to you or me. Well, 
I will say, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I swear. But I will say that, um, I lived there for a year, and I have family who lives there. I have family who's lived there the whole lives. I have a sister who lives there with her family, and there's a whole lot of people that have never been to the Middle East that, um, you know, are talking all kinds of talks, and really have no clue who uh, who any of these people are, and they're just. You know, it's like fantasy football for them. It's like their favorite sports team. It's all their friends who look and act and talk like them told them to believe narrative 1B. And so they're all like, hey, 1B, 1B. That's the whole thing. It's really, it's mind-boggling how um, binary just people's idealisms and thoughts are and beliefs and their understanding of like a deeply and vastly complex political situation becomes like, diminished to like whatever the like my fellow group think group identity people believe that's what I believe and you're not really allowed to even disagree um so they all just think and believe and parrot the same exact things and you get a world where no one's really uh speaking their mind and uh, yeah and it's just a big big old distraction uh but it's heartbreaking and uh, it's not a good situation, and you can only just hope and pray for peace and love. And as naive as that might sound, I don't know, sometimes that's the best option, eh? Okay, moving along for real this time. Um, last we left off, I was uh, heading to the recording studio, Spotify, and it was uh, a massive success. We recorded a couple of hits. Um... It was it was really beautiful. So we we'd gone in there about a month, month and a half ago, laid down uh, seven songs. One of them I sort of dismissed. We're just going to go like a little different approach production-wise. We've got to totally re-record it. The other six, um, we're re-recording parts, but we're keeping the bones, the drums we're all keeping. We're keeping most of the my my uh, vocals and guitar, my performing of the song. We're going to redo some parts, et cetera, et cetera. And, but it was just really, really satisfying to go back in, listen to what we got. And it wasn't this like, oh, my God, it was perfect. It was like, this is real good. We could work with this. And so hopefully we're going to go next month. We're going to add some some other stuff. We're going to add some pedal steel and some fiddle. And we're going to start shaping the old sound. Um, and then I laid down three new, three more songs, three more new songs. Um, just uh, laid them down acoustic. We might add some stuff to some of them, but you know, got it. Just bare bones, live performance, and um, yeah, this record's gonna be. It's gonna be like colored purple. It's gonna be real moody and but kind of fun still, I think, uh, and dark, but re- yeah, really fun. I think like a real playfulness to it, and hopefully, it won't take itself too seriously. Um, but I've been working with JD over um, at Spotify, and he's just been so helpful. And uh, there's a pragmatism to the way he operates, and it's really, really fun. And when I left the studio that day, uh, so a week ago, um, I just felt so present. And, you know, this is when, I don't know, yeah, there's the headlines were, of course, uh, quite unpleasant and... Uh, I forgot about the whole world for the day, and I think that's a real good thing. And it takes a certain mind to think of the whole world and still get shit done. Um, I'm not one of those people, and there are people like that, and I really admire them. And those are the people who should, you know, be running stuff and, um, you know, maybe be in politics or community, whatever, leaders and stuff. Um, I feel like my in, in 
uh, attention is best served like in a very small private way and then I could be better for maybe the larger community around me but um all that to say like I just left and I was like whoa like I was just so present the whole day working the whole day but didn't feel like you know hardly working at all um just super super pleasant and ate some trail mix between between songs and just like kind of like survived in a beautiful way and uh man it was so fun um and i'm i'm just i'm just so stoked to keep keep working on this stuff uh we got a new song coming october 27th i've got some t-shirts coming as well hopefully um we're just like finalizing the exact like colors and designs and fabrics uh i really wanted to go with like a more expensive main usa t-shirt but then you're selling t-shirts for like 50 bucks so we're not going to do that because that's silly right now it'd be fun someday to have like a uh I don't know what I would consider, you know, like a sort of high-end version of merch if people want to buy, like, something that's, like, made by small artisans and makers or, like, weaved by, you know, some guy in Wisconsin or some lady in Baltimore. Like, that would be really, really cool to someday just have, like, specialty merch items and then have, like, the classic run-of-the-mill, you know, mass-produced T-shirts um, from wherever. Um but so stoked about that. And when we do have t-shirts, I'm going to try to do all the fancy stuff, get them, get them on the online store and stuff or something. Like figure figure all that out, do all the right things. And uh, super stoked about that. And um, I'm really excited about the song. Uh, the EP is fully, it's coming out. What did I, I don't even remember what I put in. I think January, I don't know, 2017 maybe, 27. Late January, a fri- just pick any Friday in late January. That's probably when it's coming out. Um, yeah, so the full record is going to be called, the full EP, rather, it's not the full record, uh, it's going to be called Calicoon, and I, I think you're going to, I think you're going to like it. Um, I think you will. Yes, you will. Um, all right, let's try, I want to try a song here. This is kind of an apt song. It's not my song. Um, and, you know, we're not going too far out of, uh, what we normally do, but it's not another Arctic Monkey song. So there's that, right? That's good. Um... I think, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think you'll like this song. All right, there's something funny about this song, uh, because it's got basically what you could kind of play it in one chord. Um, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll be generous and add two or three more, but, uh, it's called Political World by Bob Dylan, and it's on his No Mercy album, came out in 1989, uh, Daniel Lenoir produced, recorded in New Orleans. And there's something so beautiful and mysterious about this record. It's got a man in a long black coat. um, Just some really, really special songs on there. And uh, I believe this song kicks off the record. world love don't have any place we're living in times a man commit crimes a crime don't have no face we live in a political world icicles hanging down wedding bells ring and angels sing and the clouds cover up the ground we live in a political world wisdom is thrown in jail and it rots in the cell and misguided as hell Even no one to pick up his trail 
And we live in a political world where mercy walks the plank. Life isn't mirrors and death disappears in the steps to the nearest bank. We live in a political world where courage is a thing of the past. Houses are haunted, children are wanted, next day could be your last. Oh, we live in a political world, the one we can see and feel. But there's no one to check, it's all a stack deck, all we know for sure that it's real. We live in a political world, in the cities of lonesome fear. Little by little, you turn in the middle, but you never show why you're here. Microscope. You can travel anywhere and hang yourself there You always got more than enough rope And we live in a political world Turning and thrashing about As soon as you're awake you're trained to take What looks like the easy way out And we live in a political world Where peace is not welcome at all It's turned away from the door to wander some more Or put up against the wall and we live in a political world Everything is hers and his Climb in a frame and shout God's name But you're never sure what it is ah. Alright, Everything's Broken is on that record as well um, what was it you wanted? I think we did that song here on the podcast once, but uh, just some. Uh, what good am I? Just incredible, incredible album, um, full of just like, like brilliant, beautiful Bob Dylan songs. Oh, um, yeah, uh, just a, a great freaking record. Um, Chimes of Freedom on that, maybe. Uh, no way, no Chimes of Freedom's early. What am I thinking of? Um, it's like a just sounds like a New Orleans song. Um, Chimes of Freedom's on freaking, uh, not John Wesley Harding, the one, one couple before that. Um, real quick, No Mercy, Bob Dylan, 1989. You should listen to this record. It's beautiful. Um, uh, Oh Mercy. I always call it No Mercy. It's Oh Mercy, by the way. Um, Oh Mercy. So just... Uh, let's see, Ring Them Bells, that's the one I was thinking of. Ring Them Bells is on that. Um, Where Teardrops Fall, kind of beautiful, underrated song. Ring the Bells, Man Along Black Coat, Most of the Time, What Good Am I, Disease of Conceit, um, What Was You Want, and then the closing track, Shooting Stars, like a beautifully romantic uh, song. Uh, maybe we'll do that in a minute. Just beautiful, beautiful song. Um, so, my dear friend, Izzy Heltai, who him and I go way back, um, He's been killing it. He has some new music out. Go check it out. Um, he has had just an incredible couple years. He's really just, his career's taken off. He's all over the place. And he's hopping on stage with like Mumford and Sons and all these cool people. Anyway, he he uh, was chosen to open up for the first Jason Isbell show at the Ryman. Every, uh, every October, Jason Isbell plays like a week or 10 days, I forget how many days he does, but he plays like a, for a bunch of days straight at the Ryman every night, and they all sell out. It's a big deal here in Nashville. It's a little Nashville tradition. 
um, it's kind of a good welcome to fall. And uh, every night he's got different openers. Uh, his wife Amanda Shires is opening, and um, anyway, my friend Izzy's o- opening the first night. Jason Isbell. So we're chatting. Oh, sorry about that. We're chatting, and I was like, I, I want to be there. Um, you know, I, whatever. It's just so exciting. And he was like, I got you. So um, Texas puts us on the guest list. Now, you know, you get on the list for friends shows, but it's really at the Ryman Auditorium. It's like Rockwood Music Hall. And you're like, thank you. But also, like, I'll pay the 10 bucks to support you. Um, but in this case, uh, is he put Kate and I on the guest list at the Ryman Auditorium. Just so surreal. Um, we uh, we show up there and we, we park across the bridge. Here's the move in Nashville. If you ever want to go downtown, da- downtown is just a big old tourist trap. And there's nowhere to park and it's kind of a nightmare. And if you don't want to Uber, because Ubers get it pricey and... You park at uh, the Nissan Stadium. You park at the, uh, what is it, the football stadium. And then you walk over the the walking bridge. Very pretty walk. And then you walk right onto Broadway and then up the block and you're at the Ryman. There you go. So um, we do that and we show up at the Ryman. It's fun being like, oh, I'm on the guest list at, at the Ryman. It's just so surreal. Um, but it's also like, I guess I've been on the guest list before at, at uh, Brooklyn Bowl. You know, uh, that was like the closest um, but really it's not a guest list. It's like you're, you know, they have tickets for you. It's just a comp ticket. It's basically a will call. That's really what it is. So we're making it a little more exciting than it is. Um, uh, you know, at least just like the actual action. You're not like, I'm on the list. You're like, here's my name. And they don't even know. They're just like, here's your tickets. Um, anyway, it's just so exciting having that, that feeling. And by the way, this is our second time in like two weeks going to a free show at the Ryman. And it was Gregory Allen Isaacoff, and we missed the opener, Shovels and Rope. Uh, heard they were great. Um, but now it's like we're there for the opener, you know. And I love, we both love Jason Isbell, but like we're, we're there for Izzy Helltai. And uh, I wore my Izzy Helltai t shirt. I was just so, I felt like a proud aunt. It was just very, very cool and very exciting. And we show up right when he's going on stage. There he goes with the band. And you're like looking at this legendary stage, the Ryman Auditorium. And there's like your friend. It's it's so surreal. I've never, I've never experienced that ever in my life. Uh, you know, in in such a beautiful way, um, too. Like just such a special venue, opening up for such a great songwriter musician. And anyway, Izzy just killed it. He was so he kind of like he's like yeah he doesn't act like anything's a big deal. He's kind of the opposite of me. I'm like this is a big deal. Uh, I watched this venue and a Cage Elephant music video 10 years ago, and now I'm here. Like, I start crying. He's like, yeah, this is great. You know, it's fun. Uh, but he's not, he doesn't freak out. He doesn't, like, he's not overly sentimental about everything. Um, but he, he was just great. He's like, this is a beautiful stage. And he was kind of, like, almost, like, too nonchalant. But it was, it was really fun seeing how relaxed he was. Uh, played a killer set. Um he was just very much in his elements. Band, uh, new band. I've never seen this band. They were beautiful, did great. Just had a really fun rock and roll sound. A lot more like just sort of classic rock than I was expecting sound wise, but very experimental too. Very fun. Um, like kind of there's some jamming going on. Just like they sounded like a band. It was really cool. Um, and a bunch of the songs I knew, a couple of them I didn't. And again, you're seeing these songs that like we've played these songs together at like. Uh, on tiny, you know, non-stages. We play them, like, over espresso machines and coffee shops, and 
here he is at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, like just playing for like however many people that place fits, sold out. Um, very, very cool. And it was just so, I was so filming the whole thing, sat next to a bunch of people that I felt like I'm like, I feel like these are all Izzy's guests, but uh, I didn't, I didn't want, I wasn't feeling very social. I didn't want to talk to anybody. Anyway, uh, he comes off stage, um, come, comes back and, you know, we hang out, get to see him, give him a big old hug. Just, you know, uh, so, so freaking proud of him. Um, his manager, Chris, you know, got to see him and he, he really helped us get in and everything. So just super grateful for them and the whole crew. Um, got to meet, you know, we've some friends and, you know, it's fun, like meeting friends from other worlds and stuff of like, oh yeah, we know this guy, but we're from two different worlds. It's kind of beautiful. Um, this guy sitting next to me worked for BMI. He was like kind of music business friend and, uh, he's Izzy's friend, BMI, uh, uh, BMI is like a, what are they, copyright organization. There's two major music uh, co- uh, copyright organizations. One is called ASCAP, one is called BMI. I'm on ASCAP, this guy's from BMI. And uh, he was like, should I stay for Isbel's set? And I'm like, yeah, of course. And I'm like, do you not like him? He's like, no, no, I, I know him. I like him a lot. And I'm like, yeah, I mean his music. And he's like, I, I've never heard it. I'm like, you know Jason Isbel, but you've never heard his music. It's the most music industry bullshit um and he was gone he wasn't there for his set but uh anyway we're hanging out then isbel goes on and he was doing the whole southeastern record in its entirety which was fun because you know we all know like cover me up and 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 whatnot but there's a bunch of songs i mean super super eight motels song i love uh there's a couple other songs um elephant is just a gut-wrenching song by jason isbel um a couple of songs that yeah i've never heard um songs she sings in the shower uh, some others, um, just some really, oh, from uh, something like Up in the Sky, there's a line in the song, like, from up from up here, like, it's, it's kind of a classic song written from a plane, but from up here, we all, we all look so organized, uh, just such a funny line in a song, uh, from up here, we all look so organized, which is so true, um, gives you perspective, don't it, um, yeah, just, uh, pretty, pretty surreal experience, got to see Jason Isbell, uh, go to the bathroom in the middle of the show, and there's just this guy in the urinal just bitching about how he's seen Southeastern in its entirety for so many times, and he's sick of it. And I'm like, dude, live a little. You're here. Um, but uh, it was really, really cool. Very, very fun show, and just so surreal getting to see such a you know dear friend. So congrats, Izzy. Love you, brother. Um, so happy for you. So proud of you. Really, it's just a massive, massive win for all of us um, that he's playing up there. And so cool. Um, very, very exciting. Yeah, Isabel killed it. Um, got to see a bunch of more friends there and just, just a surreal, fun night all around. Um, uh, let me try, let's try it. Let's try another Bob Dylan song. We should, we should do an Isabel song maybe next week. Seen a shooting star tonight And I thought of you You're trying to break into another world A world I never knew Always kind of wondered If you ever made it through Seen a shooting star tonight 
shooting star tonight And I thought of me If I was still the same If I ever became What you wanted me to be Did I miss the mark? Overstep the line that only you could see Seen a shooting star tonight And I thought of me Listen to the engines, listen to the bell as the last fire truck from hell goes rolling by, all good people are praying. It's the last temptation, the last account. The last time you might hear the Sermon on the Mount. The last radio is playing. Seen a shooting star tonight Slip away Tomorrow will be Another day Guess it's too late to say the things to you That you needed to hear me say Seen a shooting star tonight Slip away Man, shooting started shooting start uh that song closes the O oh Mercy record um so go go listen to that whole thing it's just so special uh, went to the craft fair here in Nashville. So fun in Centennial, Centennial Park, right next to the Parthenon. And you're walking around and walking through everybody's little dreams and stuff. We brought some art from an old lady uh, who, she's not old, older. Uh, she's 32. <laughs> um, uh, brought some art, bought some art from a very sweet lady we saw there last year. And like Kate just like remembered her art. She's like, we got to buy it this year. So we did, and then we saw this guy with an old shuttle loom, like an 1850s wood uh, loom, uh, weaving some beautiful wool um, and cotton like uh, blankets and stuff and uh, scarves. And, uh, you know, there's right there in their booth and beautiful, beautiful, beautiful stuff, really expensive. And it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, you're, it's so worth it, but I can't buy like a $400 blanket today. Um, but we did buy a $20 coaster, which was just fun. Um, but beautiful, like, welting and just such such stunning detail. And you could tell how obsessed this man was with, like, with his weaving and the perfection of it and just how well he was trained. And, um, you know, just so special seeing just, like, all these little handcrafted goods um, at some knife makers and some leather bag makers and, you know, a lot of painters and photographers and sculptors and ceramicists and... Uh, just such a fun environment to be in and also so vulnerable. Everybody's there with their little dream. Um, really, really fun. Uh, almost done Mad Men, the TV show Mad Men, for the second time. And a very pleasant watch. I don't know. I really I just love that show, man. It's such a fun world to sort of escape into. Uh, 
yeah, it's just like a, a good world to to get lost in and forget about the one you're in for a little bit. And maybe also remind you, give yourself perspective. You know, it's good to remember, uh, obviously, it's quite the romanticized and strange world, but like, you know, where we come from, or at least, you know, gives you a feel for American history if you're not willing to watch any uh, documentaries or read any history books. Uh, talking to some folks in Raleigh, North Carolina, to do a show there. Um, so hopefully we're going to book a little, a little show again out that way for March, maybe. Um, and uh, still working on some other stuff for January, and got a couple of little shows in November. Um, uh, but mostly just hunkering down, working on the new record, finishing up uh, another one, and getting getting the one that's uh, complete. We're getting that one out. So. New song coming October 27th, and then I think a new song will come late November as well. And then we're going to chat about uh, the EP. I think that's going to come out. Uh, yeah, well, it is coming out late January. I forget what the date is, but it is confirmed. The record is called Calicoon, named after a little town where I'm from called Calicoon, New York. Um Got some pumpkins. Did you get any pumpkins? Get some pumpkins. All right. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I love you a lot. I hope you're doing okay. I hope you're feeling well. And if you're not, uh, maybe, I don't know, get off social media. See what that does. Get off that stuff. Been trying to go to the gym more, exercise, hike, just be in the moment. I'm going to go read A Tree Grows in Brooklyn. going to go to a cafe, maybe 8th and R or something, and just hunker down in a seat and read a, read a book. Um, I love you so much, and I hope this is a very good week for you. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you.